Hey guys, it's Austin and welcome to podcast number two where I'm going to be talking about a couple different things but mainly I'm going to be focusing on what went down last night. The iOS 11 Gold Master leaked last night so we got a ton of information that we're not supposed to know yet about what's coming with new Apple products, new software, things like that. So the Gold Master for you guys who don't know is the finalized software that's meant to run on the iphone 8 the iphone 8 plus and the iphone x it was taken down pretty quickly afterwards but like i said some people got their hands on it and immediately started going through it and there was so much stuff in it we have a new apple watch new airpods and more i'm going to be covering all of it in this podcast and if you're listening on the podcast you can go ahead and watch my periscope or instagram live or add me on Snapchat and Instagram if you want to see visuals of what I'm talking about. And sources for everything that I talk about will be at austingarner.com backslash source. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So the number one thing in iOS 11, the gold master, is we have 17 new wallpapers added. We still have all of the old ones that we had. We have 17 new ones. I'm overall a fan of them. They're very colorful and vibrant. And number two, we have just some more confirmation of the same design that we've been seeing that I did my entire video on. If you want to check it out, I'll have it linked in the sources menu. And so it's almost all screen and no bezel on the front with a bigger power button, which again, I'm a huge fan of. And number three, the name of the three phones coming out. Yes, we are getting three this year is the iPhone 8, the iPhone 8 Plus and the iPhone X. So the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus have more bezel and a little bit of a different design on the front than the X, kind of like what we have right now, just with smaller bezels. And the iPhone X, size-wise, fits right in between the two. I don't know the size of the screen, but overall, dimensions-wise, it fits right in between the two. And I'm assuming the X has something to do with it being the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. Who knows? I'm just really excited for this. And the status bar at the top of the phone will have your time and location services over on the left side and your cellular connection, Wi-Fi connection, battery, stuff like that over on the right side. So nothing in the very middle, obviously, because on the iPhone X, you have that cutout that goes into the middle of the phone. Uh, and you have a new charging animation that takes the whole right side. It's super cool, super smooth, and we should be seeing more of that integrated in, within the OS iOS 11. Um, in the status bar, instead of changing colors when you're doing something like screen recording or using GPS, you know, sometimes it turns all red or all blue. Uh, sometimes that doesn't really look the best. So in iOS 11, it will just change the left side uh, behind the time, which is super cool. Obviously, they don't want to put the they don't want the whole bar to change colors. It would just look weird since part of the bar gets cut off on the iPhone 8. And then the you have an on-screen home button now. So it's confirmed there is no home button on the iPhone X. No physical button, I should say. Where there is an on-screen home button. And it's not even really a button. It's gesture-based. It's just a line at the bottom of the screen. You have no actual button. You swipe up for the control center. And you can swipe for the app switcher, home screen. And by the way, the app switcher has a new look. It just shows more of the apps on the screen. So it's making use of the screen better. And I'm a fan of when companies do that sort of thing. Overall, it looks very clean. And the keyboard is shifted up. You have your emoji and speech text in the bottom corners, but the keyboard shifted a little bit up, presumably just to make it easier to type. And who's really gonna complain about that? And the camera on this phone is looking super good. So we have the 4K video at 60 frames per second, like I predicted in my video, but we also have 24 frames per second for very cinematic shots, if that's what you're into. 
and you can do 1080p slow-mo at 240 frames per second so you have a huge resolution bump on the slow-mo side of things that'll look a lot better i do wish that they kept 720p you can't record it that anymore and just did a slower frame rate i know it would have looked grainier and overall not as good but the slower frame rate would be cool and i think the hardware is totally capable of it and the software will also get smarter with portrait photos and lighting them and just little things which again i love the portrait camera and it being able to work better is just going to be awesome and still on the topic of the camera the iphone x camera app will be stretched a little bit since the screen is bigger obviously on the phone and you also get the ha uh, some haptic feedback when you're taking photos with the haptic engine i really like how they're integrating that into the os and you get a new loading indicator this is a super small thing but instead of the little loading bar before where you got the dot that moves you have a new dot that moves from left to right it's such a little thing but it just makes it look so much more modern this replaces like i said the spinning circle that you used to get and the iphone will now have a true tone display this was introduced on the ipads a little while ago but now it's making its way to the iphones and this just shifts the color temperature of the screen to match the environment around you. You can kind of think of it like night shift, where night shift turns your display more red towards the end of the day. This will be if you're in a more red environment, it'll make the screen more red. And if you're in a cooler, more blue environment, it'll make it more blue, more cool just to give you the best color temperature possible based on where you are now this one i'm a little bit upset about face id is replacing touch id so the setup process was leaked online and i'm really skeptical about this but i'm hopeful that it will work well like touch id does there's a lot of sensors on the top of the phone to make this work so hopefully in less than ideal conditions like darkness and raining which is what i'm concerned about it'll hopefully work since they have all these sensors on the top of the phone and also if you're wearing a hat or a mask i feel like that would be an issue but who knows you do move your face around during the setup process similar to how you would with touch id where you would rest your finger on the button and it would ask you to move your finger around so it can scan majority or all of your finger you get a similar process to that with face id which is really nice so they're really scanning your face so hopefully it is very accurate and you get some animated emojis so you can have like a sad poop emoji a happy robot emoji whatever you want and the power button the power button does more so if you it'll basically replace the functions that the old home button would do so if you hold it it will activate siri double tap will activate apple pay so replacing that physical home button that we no longer have and it will be adaptive to change depending on what you're doing and you'll have accessibility options for this button too and it'll just be a lot more customizable so you can change the double tap and triple tap speed things like that and going back to face id you can set it up to do things when you're not looking at the phone so it can unlock when you look at it so if you so that might have sounded really weird but with the because there's all the scanners on the top that'll basically read when you're looking at the phone to unlock it you can have it set to hey i just looked at my phone unlock but now i'm not looking at my phone lock since they have all those scanners on the top of the phone kind of confusing the way i just worded it but that would be pretty cool if it worked well uh the thing i would be concerned about is if you're showing somebody something on your phone and then it locks because it can't detect that you're looking at your phone so i don't know what their plan is for that but that will be implemented in ios 11 so we'll have to see um also all iphone x colors will have a black front on the screen so no more white fronts this is for a couple of reasons one it just looks better and it also blends better with the oled screen that we're going to be getting super super excited about that i love oled screens so much more than i do ips screens 
and on an iPhone, I think this would be super, super cool. And also Apple couldn't get the white inking right, but I think black looks way better, especially on the X. I'm not sure if this is going to all 2017 iPhones or it'll be just the X. Obviously tomorrow we'll find out, but I'm super, super excited about this. And also leaked in the software, like I said, we have some other products besides just the next iPhone iOS 11. There will be an Apple Watch 3. It's gonna be a thing and it will have LTE that you pay for through your carrier. So although so some rumors have been coming saying that you can try it before you buy it if you want, but basically an LTE Apple Watch will allow it to have the same phone number as your iPhone does. And you can do all this stuff that it can do right now being paired to your phone without it being paired to your phone. And you get some stuff like the digital crown is colored in. You'll have a new complication for your signal strength and you'll be able to see your signal strength and some other stuff in the control center. Tim Cook wore this exact watch in an interview a few months ago, so he's obviously been testing it for a little bit. And uh, everybody thought it was a custom thing, but it's just an entirely new watch. You can get it in a new color, so blush gold, the same thing we have on the iPhone 8, and a ceramic gray, both available in the sport model, so not too much of a design change in the watch, but I think those new colors will look super clean. And still on the topic of the camera, the iPhone X camera app will be stretched a little bit since the screen is bigger, obviously, on the phone. And you also get the ha uh, some haptic feedback when you're taking photos with the haptic engine. I really like how they're integrating that into the OS. And you get a new loading indicator. This is a super small thing, but instead of the little loading bar before where you got the dot that moves you have a new dot that moves from left to right. It's such a little thing, but it just makes it look so much more modern. This replaces, like I said, the spinning circle that you used to get. And the iPhone will now have a true tone display. This was introduced on the iPads a little while ago, but now it's making its way to the iPhones. And this just shifts the color temperature of the screen to match the environment around you. You can kind of think of it like night shift, where night shift turns your display more red towards the end of the day. This will be if you're in a more red environment, it'll make the screen more red. And if you're in a cooler, more blue environment, it'll make it more blue, more cool, just to give you the best color temperature possible based on where you are. Now this one I'm a little bit upset about. Face ID is replacing Touch ID. So the setup process was leaked online and I'm really skeptical about this, but I'm hopeful that it will work well like Touch ID does. There's a lot of sensors on the top of the phone to make this work, so hopefully in less than ideal conditions like darkness and raining, which is what I'm concerned about, it'll hopefully work since they have all these sensors on the top of the phone. And also if you're wearing a hat or a mask, I feel like that would be an issue, but who knows, you do move your face around during the setup process, similar to how you would with Touch ID where you would rest your finger on the button and it would ask you to move your finger around so it can scan a majority or all of your finger. You get a similar process to that with Face ID, which is really nice. So they're really scanning your face. So hopefully it is very accurate. And you get some animated emojis. So you can have like a sad poop emoji, a happy robot emoji, whatever you want. And the power button, the power button does more. So if you, it'll basically replace the functions that the old home button would do. So if you hold it, it will activate Siri, double tap will activate Apple Pay. So replacing that physical home button that we no longer have, and it will be adaptive to change depending on what you're doing. And you'll have accessibility options for this button too. And it'll just be a lot more customizable so you can change the double tap and triple tap speed, things like that. And going back to Face ID, you can set it up to do things when you're not looking at the phone so it can unlock when you look at it. So if you, 
so that might have sounded really weird but with the because there's all the scanners on the top that'll basically read when you're looking at the phone to unlock it you can have it set to hey i just looked at my phone unlock but now i'm not looking at my phone lock since they have all those scanners on the top of the phone kind of confusing the way i just worded it but that would be pretty cool if it worked well uh the thing i would be concerned about is if you're showing somebody something on your phone and then it locks because it can't detect that you're looking at your phone so i don't know what their plan is for that but that will be implemented in ios 11 so we'll have to see um also all iphone x colors will have a black front on the screen so no more white fronts this is for a couple of reasons one it just looks better and it also blends better with the oled screen that we're going to be getting super super excited about that i love oled screens so much more than i do ips screens and on an iPhone, I think this would be super, super cool. And also Apple couldn't get the white inking right, but I think black looks way better, especially on the X. I'm not sure if this is going to all 2017 iPhones or it'll be just the X. Obviously tomorrow we'll find out, but I'm super, super excited about this. And also leaked in the software, like I said, we have some other products besides just the next iPhone iOS 11. There will be an Apple Watch 3. It's gonna be a thing and it will have LTE that you pay for through your carrier. So although so some rumors have been coming saying that you can try it before you buy it if you want, but basically an LTE Apple Watch will allow it to have the same phone number as your iPhone does. And you can do all this stuff that it can do right now being paired to your phone without it being paired to your phone. And you get some stuff like the digital crown is colored in. You'll have a new complication for your signal strength and you'll be able to see your signal strength and some other stuff in the control center. Tim Cook wore this exact watch in an interview a few months ago, so he's obviously been testing it for a little bit. And uh, everybody thought it was a custom thing, but it's just an entirely new watch. You can get it in a new color, so blush gold, the same thing we have on the iPhone 8, and a ceramic gray, both available in the sport model, so not too much of a design change in the watch, but I think those new colors will look super clean. And last, but certainly not least, with the Apple news, we're gonna have some new AirPods. Now we don't know if these are like just revised AirPods or full on AirPods 2. The only difference I can see in the visuals is that the charging indicator is on the outside of the case. So it's a very subtle difference, but a nice one nonetheless. Inside, inside of iOS 11, it refers to these as AirPods 1.1 instead of AirPods 0.1 like we have now. So there is some sort of hardware change, whether it's just that charging indicator, maybe some better battery life, who knows? So pre-orders will start for the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus this Friday the 15th, and the X will be available for sale sometime after that. Hopefully not long, but we don't know for sure. I'm guessing in October. Um, I really hope it's soon. There is tons of these being made. As you can see, there was an image leaked from the Foxcom assembly line where these are being made. And again, this will be linked in the source if you guys wanna see these visuals. But moving on to some other news. So Tesla, the car company, unlocked the battery of their cars over a software update to get the full capacity for people who are trying to evacuate from hurricanes. And the way that some people are confused on how this is working, but the way it's working is say you bought like a Tesla Model S P60. So the 60, you, so 60, the number in that name refers to the battery size, so 60 kilowatt hours, except to streamline the manufacturing process, it's actually a 75 kilowatt hour battery. And what you can do is instead of 
paying, say it costs $5,000 more to upgrade to the next battery capacity step up. So if we're going from 60 to 70, instead of that being a different battery, you can just pay Tesla $5,000 after you bought the car. And this, these are just examples, by the way, but you can pay them the $5,000 and they'll issue a software update over your car to unlock more of the battery capacity. This is done just to help streamline the manufacturing process so they don't have to make 60 and 70 and that many kilowatt hour batteries but just so they can sell the car at all the different price points for these people who want it so to say you bought a 60 kilowatt hour car that has a 75 kilowatt hour battery well that software they just unlocked that extra 15 kilowatt hours to help you evacuate the hurricane this will be active for i think a few weeks and then the extra battery access will be revoked unless you choose to pay the extra money to keep it um, but it's super nice of them to do that to help people going with the hurricane stuff. And speaking, so m more tech hurricane news stuff, Google is offering free repairs to Pixel owners, Google Pixel owners who are affected by Hurricane Harvey. This is at all of their You Break, I Fix locations. Um, I don't know how many people broke their phone during the Hurricane Harvey thing, but if if they you did break your phone and it happened to be a google pixel that's really cool of them to fix it for free um and speaking of google their google assistant and amazon alexa are moving into a lot more headphones and budget speakers so say you wanted a google home or an amazon alexa but you didn't want to spend the money of those even the amazon echo dot at 50 dollars, i think it's well worth it but i don't see why it costs so much because the speaker in it isn't that good you can now get it in earbuds and over the ear headphones if you want and some budget speakers some of these speakers are actually cheaper than the dot and have better speakers in my opinion so if you are looking into those i'll have some linked in the source for you guys to go ahead and check out Going back to iOS 11 for a second, iOS 11 is making it a little bit harder for someone to get data off your phone. And the way this is working is say I own a phone with Touch ID fingerprint scanners and I reset the phone, right? And I did like a factory hard reset that eliminated all of the data on the phone. Normally when you do this, you have to type in the passcode to get into your phone. Well, now you're gonna need your passcode and your fingerprint. You're gonna need the pair in order to unlock the phone just so people like in the government say people like police officers say they get your phone and they're trying to unlock it they and you factory reset it they need the pair of those two to get into your phone uh that's going to make it a lot harder for people to get into your phone and i think it's a really nice thing for them to implement and just wrapping up a few things here china is allegedly shutting down their domestic bitcoin exchange so again, this isn't 100% confirmed. These are just rumors, but Beijing especially is increasingly hostile, I guess, with Bitcoin. So Bitcoin is hit its all-time low. It's dipped to $4,108. Not, not its all-time low, but it's dipped a lot. Um, it's a low for Bitcoin. And it makes up 45% of the global market over the last 30 days in China. But uh, some anonymous sources are saying that there's too much disorder, and that's why it allegedly is being shut down in China. Twitter also is experimenting with a feature that lets you compose quote unquote tweet storms. And this is basically when 160 characters isn't enough and you tweet something and then reply to that tweet and maybe you do it again just to get your entire message out there. Um, basically this would let you just tweet a thread of tweets that people see the whole thread um, and it won't tweet, it'll tweet all three or however many tweets you tweet in that thread at the same time, which is super helpful. I don't see why they don't just 
maybe increase the character limit a little bit but i guess this is really nice too i'm not complaining um and lastly the very last thing since i talked about ai a lot in the last podcast uh, i'm gonna bring something from ai into this podcast so ai learned to recreate super mario bros by watching somebody else play it and so the way this worked is like i like it says the ai watched somebody play super mario bros they were given they didn't start from nothing they were giving uh two things before this happened they were given a visual dictionary which featured all of the sprites in the game and second a set of basic concepts like the position of the objects their velocity and it used that to analyze the game frame by frame label what it sees happening and it made it compiled rules to explain why each thing was happening and it recreated super mario bros that way so i think the super cool ai is becoming this huge thing like we're seeing with amazon alexa and google home but that is everything that i'm going to be talking about in this podcast again if you want the sources for anything i talked about in this podcast you can find them over at austingarner.com backslash source and if you want to see visuals, I'm going to be doing a Periscope and Instagram live of all the Apple stuff that happened. And it will be on my Snapchat and Instagram stories. So you guys can go ahead over there. Um, AustinGarner.com will have all of my social networks if you guys are interested in checking them out. And I'm probably going to do some stuff on Twitter too. The keynote is tomorrow and I'm going to be live posting on all social networks that I can. So Twitter facebook google plus uh maybe instagram and snapchat stories who knows i'm going to be posting on all of those what's going down at the event so you guys can stay up to date if you don't want to watch the event but just see the cool stuff uh, i will have that for you anyways thanks for tuning in new podcast will be next sunday so if you guys want to see the next one you can go and do that and you can check out the last one too austingarner.com slash podcast one will show you where you can watch it Thanks for tuning in and you guys will hear from me next Sunday.